We are the champions, my friend. Come on! Hello and welcome to episode 30 of season 3 of The Three Amigos. I'm your host Don and I'm joined as always by my amigo Mars and my amiga Kylie. Joining us tonight is our special guest, the one and only Phil, a.k.a. the Hindu Monkey. And he's joining us tonight, a uh, special, special request to give myself and Mars our guard of honour, um, should Man City fail to win against Chelsea. Um, it's currently 1-1 and um, so you might hear a few oohs and ahs as we record tonight. But um, Monkey, you're very welcome to the show. And uh, um, yeah, I'm uh, feel feel slightly uh, slightly intimidated to be here, but but nevertheless, here I am, complete with uh, complete with cat. Yeah, you're a brave man, and uh, hopefully we'll get some insights from the cat during the show. Um, the as we begin our um, podcast, of course, our tradition is typically to start off with a brief review of the previous game week. Now, this one's only going to be a short one, so we're going to forego our poem or song. Um, but with that, basically, I am, of course, top dog this game week. And I say, of course, because it is pretty much tradition as well at this point for me to be top amigo. Um, 84 points so far on the game week. Um, Kylie and Monkey, I know, have um, they have KDB going still in the game tonight, so uh, they'll be hopeful of more points. Um, who's behind me in 80 points? Yes, I think I was myself. It was yourself. And um, how are you feeling about your game week? Was it uh, in five words or less? I can't complain. <laughs> That's not bad. Distinct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Kylie, you've got Kev still going, so you're hopeful of more points. But um, what points are you on so far in 31? Side note, that was bait from you at the start about always being, you know, the top dog anyway. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I... I'm I'm fine. I have FPL is back. I have a gazillion points on my bench, so that's good. So standard. Yeah, standard. And Marzi, you're wrapped uh, taking up the tail. How many points are you on so far? Um, <clears throat> actually, um, it was me then Kylie, but it's cool. It's all good. You know, hopefully, hopefully De Bruyne does not get her above me. <laughs> He's I'm on, on three bonus so far. Oh, 79, 79 versus 78. Yeah. So not yeah, a, not a not a bad yeah. So we'll be talking a little bit, no doubt, about our underperforming and overperforming stars later on. So um, let's kick on with the rest of our show. Um, we're going to um, we'll update the league league standings um, on Twitter because as with with this big game going on still, they won't obviously be up to date and. Um, be more accurate after that and what we're going to do on tonight's show is we're going to basically cover off a lot of the teams that everyone is is aiming for the teams that we targeted before when we were looking at our unlimited transfers our free hits our wild cards and kind of assess them after two game weeks this is of course strange circumstances with empty stadiums and it adds an extra dynamic and i guess an extra variable um for our analysis of players and teams um with that being in mind um we want to first of all kick in with um who am i going to come to first marzi um you want to look at Liverpool, um, of course, Liverpool who who dominated um, dominated last night, um, hammered Crystal Palace. Um, it looked like they were kicking into first into fifth gear again, even though in the first game against Everton they definitely looked lethargic. What's your thoughts on the pool? 
Champions Elect. <coughs> yeah, Champions Elect for sure. Um, look, just overall from what I've seen so far, actually it's kind of like changed my mind a little bit. And we said, that, you know, we have to watch a few games and see what's happening. But um, I think you, you need to look at, I think it's with, with, with the weather as well as the fitness, teams are sitting back. So there's no space. I originally thought, like, I want explosive players like your Rashford and your Vardy, etc. But they they actually not getting enough space. Definitely Vardy, Rashford had some more space. So you want to look at compact teams, teams that are persistent and have a lot of possessions, like Liverpool, like your City. When, when you look, think about Liverpool now, the other thing that I've noticed is the strong teams are teams that have strong defenders, are keeping clean sheets. It's, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like simple, isn't it? Strong defence means clean sheet. This is happening because... And the, the the smaller teams or the, the less capable teams do not have that push from the fans, whether it's home, away, or the atmosphere, or anything to build on. So I think it drains them, as well as the uh, the lack of atmosphere and then the fitness and everything, and also not having the ball. It's just it's tiring them out and breaking them down. So I think when it comes to Liverpool, at, at the moment, and until until we see what's happening over the next two games, let's say, let's say... Let's say um, it's over tonight. We see what happens at City and then you've got one more game. And then I expect to see maybe rotation. But if we don't, I expect a strong team until it's done. After that, we don't know. So you need to watch. I mean, you saw yesterday, the kids came on and they were really well, did really well. So if you have Trent, um, as uh, his backup, Williams, came on yesterday and was absolutely brilliant. He's four million. So if you start seeing a clock rotation, then you, you know where to go with, with, with certain players. I don't know who will be a left-back because we don't have a left-back at the moment. Milner's injured and Robo's the only fit one. So Liverpool. So for now, you stick with Liverpool defenders. You know, you've got Trent, Robo, Van Dijk. You can't go wrong with those. If you want a safe, clean sheet, you've got Alisson. But I wouldn't uh, waste that money. Mane, Salah, absolutely fantastic at the moment. You keep them because the guys are just... I mean, the first game was awful. I think it was fitness. I think it's a derby. But yesterday we saw the... The Liverpool of old coming back, the passing, the movement, everything. So I think you stick with the with the big guns. I think some people on free hit and maybe on wildcard move move the attackers on, and I think they might regret that. I think you 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 won't go wrong with a two defend uh, with two defenders and an attacker, or with at least one of each. And uh, how monkey come to you, Man United, talk me through the Red Devils. Yes, it's um it's it's been a it's, it's been a pretty pretty pleasing kind of start um in you know certainly from a, a kind of i think from an fbl perspective a lot of people have looked to invest in our in our attack um as, as a fan I'm, I'm just just pleased to actually kind of see us play attacking football again which we've done ever since you know bruno bruno fernandez arrived really um you know uh, gary neville has been uh incredibly kind of praiseworthy of, of him in terms of the impact he's had and it is it is extraordinary, really, when you look at Man United now compared to what they were, um, you know, kind of back in January. But one single player could have so much impact. But you are talking about, you know, obviously a world-class player and in a position which Manchester United have not had anyone of any kind of real class since since kind of poor skulls kind of retired, really. So um, it's been right player in the right position, um, and, and that's accelerated our. Uh, our development really um uh, and I, I think it's just it's from an fbl perspective man united have got this perfect kind of storm at the moment whereby they they have good form good fixtures and they actually have something to play for kind of right up until probably the last game of the season um so 
you know, it makes a lot of sense uh, investing in their players. I think I would, I would certainly be tempted to triple up. I've, I've currently got um, De Gea and Fernandez, um, and I'm kicking myself for not having added one of Martial or Rashford to my squad on my wild card. Um, uh, I punted on Son, and obviously somebody called Barnes, um, which obviously <laughs> happened, kind of yeah, we'll, we'll get to him in a while. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. oh my we God. have the only section. What the hell? Happened, okay, yes, another one that wasn't a goal, apparently. Oh, this is insane. Geez. So, Chelsea, again, it looked like it was a goal. Um, hold on, I think they're going back to it now to have a look at it, possibly. This is crazy. It's all Chelsea Jesus at the Christ. moment. So, it's no, really... This is as close as... Tammy on mm. the line against City. Wow. And then back in, oh, there's bodies everywhere. Okay, no, it didn't go in, though. Okay. Martial, do you think he can play uh, all these games as well as the FA Cup uh, in short turnaround with his Yeah, I don't, think he's got, I don't think he's got a problem from a fitness point of view. Um, I, I, think, I think I would still rather go to Rashford, who I think is fitter and more... Um, more kind of key to the kind of way we play of the two. So certainly if you've got a triple up and you've got Rashford, I wouldn't be even considering any sort of sideways, strange double transfer move to Martial. But if you have, if you have two players and, and you don't have either Martial or Rashford, I think it's, it's just whichever fits your structure better. I think they're both similarly priced. Rashford tends to hold the bonus points. Um, I, I think they're both very good options. Rashford is going to be more consistent. He's more involved. I mean, he could have scored, you know, he had two, you know, clear opportunities. Um, he set up both of Martial's chances. Um, he, you know, he set up another one for Bruno. He could have scored 20 points easily, Rashford, on another day. So I don't think there's too much in it. I think I think Martial wasn't, you know, I wouldn't use the word lucky because he was clinical and he looked fantastic. But from a stats perspective, he, uh, you know, I mean, I've lost interest because Chelsea have scored. But I know, I was being silent the whole time letting you Come on! Sorry. Get in! Oh. Hold! 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 It's like something out of Lord of the Rings there. Yeah. That was, yeah. It was. Um... Oh, and De Bruyne got booked. Oh, beautiful. Oh, it's getting better and better. Mars. So. So the the at the end of the day we've um you Marshall you're you're thinking yeah grand if somebody wanted to but if somebody has Rashford wouldn't be moving away from him um but yeah. I, like I know Mar- the Rash Rashford I I had him since my I got him in on the unlimited transfers um but he you know he just one thing that does kind of concern me at times is how wide he is so when Man United aren't dominating so much that he doesn't get yeah, uh, he's not as central as Marshall. I wanted to very quickly make a point on that. I think I think uh, um, Rash, Rashford and Greenwood played much narrower, um, and I think that was a result of a us being more attacking on the front foot, playing Pogba as well, but also the uh, Blades' formation of, of having kind of wing backs meant that Rashford and Greenwood could play between the ring wing backs and centre backs, and we did that really well. Um, I would be more wary when we were away from home playing against a flat back four because Rashford and Greenwood or James tend to go very wide. Um, and that does concern me a little bit more. 
and also by contrast, Martial therefore becomes a lot more isolated. So in those type of games, I think Bruno is going to be is going to be much more of a point scorer. Uh, is going to be much more kind of in that kind of creative role. But when we're looking at a team where we can genuinely play with a four three three, like we did yesterday, I think that, that those are the sort, sort of games and the sort of fixtures where Martial and Rashford could score a lot of points between and- them. What did, uh, how much do we give to Blades having pretty much no defenders and no first-team keeper? Like, you know, should people get giddy and going? I mean, I agree with you. Listen, I looked at United's pictures and I thought, right, the break actually, ironically, for considering they were the null and void leaders, um, has helped them the most with having Pogba, Rashford yeah. back fit, every, everybody back fit, you know, and they've been playing good, good football, um, strong, you know, clean sheets as well. Um, but Blades were very, very, very weakened side. Um, you know, they didn't play like that against Tottenham. They were good, but not as good. So what, what do you think? It's 50-50. Like, I still fancy them, don't get me wrong, but just maybe not, it's not going to be like this in every game, based on what we've seen. Yeah, um, I mean, I could answer that, but Mars is... Um, uh, sorry, Don's sending me messages to just shut up and carry on, so I'm just going to go back and hope De Bruyne scores. But um, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, I, I, I personally don't think it... You know, Blades are all about the team rather than the individuals. Henderson's a massive loss to them, um, but you know we, you know we dominated them in truth, and I think we will. We we we, we won't we won't always have games that easy, no. But we still got the fixtures to maintain FPL. So anyway, over to you. Has Mark. something okay. happened? Because um, my, no, Twitter's, no, it's br- my Twitter's, no, Twitter's it's lowering up. <laughs> my, my, I love my Twitter fam and my fans and my followers and haters and all of them but my twitter's not stopping i need to switch notification off no this is obviously because city are down against chelsea that's why your twitter is blowing up promptly before i ever meet you you, you, you know you're 10 minutes away from the title mars <laughs> yes mars is 10 minutes away from the personal yeah. Anyway, Don, I believe we're moving on to City. Is yeah, that no, it wasn't a rush for uh, for Monkey. It was um, it was more just yeah, just time wise. We want to we do want to cover off all these big teams, and tonight will be a relatively short podcast so that people will I have mean, time to listen. We are covering off si- Arsenal, so I'm not sure about big teams. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the fixtures look so good for Arsenal. But first of all, before we get to Arsenal, I want to talk Man City. Um, of course, you're watching them there at the moment, but um, they look great in the first two games. Um, less so tonight um, but what's your thinking on City in terms of rotation is of course the big thing with us and with Noah Guerrero and now hopefully with the title gone and um, what do you expect from City for the remainder of the season? Well, I think we came into the, the restart obviously aware that um, it was realistically probably just going to be a couple of games before everything was sewn up for Liverpool which would then have you know, a likely impact on um, on Pep insofar as he has obvious priorities elsewhere um, with the FA Cup and then Champions League happening afterwards. So you can understand that rotation is is a probable thing. And, it, you know, it's a probable thing for Liverpool as well. But um, I where it's tricky is, well, there's so many things that are tricky. Pep is Pep, right? I mean, he comes out and he makes this whole fuss about how Sterling is like Superman and he, you know, has this regeneration superpower so he can play all these games close together and then promptly benches him against Burnley and doesn't bring him on with the extra sub that he has, right? So I feel like, and, and you know, he 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 just comes out and he says all of this stuff and then you just don't listen to it because it's Pep and 
he can't be trusted. Um, I would have expected, and maybe this is still the case, um, but assuming things don't change with this match and then Liverpool officially get the title this evening, um, so there's, other than pride, not really much at stake in the, the City match, I would have been thinking he'd play absolutely full strength um, in that one because they wouldn't want to be handing over the title, um, you know, while playing uh, Liverpool, so to speak. It's hard to know now because obviously we have the FA Cup fixtures on the weekend and what that rotation is going to look like. We've already seen that Jesus didn't start tonight, despite the fact that Aguero is injured. So he he played Sterling um, in that sort of more central role. Oh my God, it's really it's really hard. I think you're going to get rotation, um, and I think it becomes difficult to hold on to arguably people like De Bruyne, but then we see the free kick that he had earlier today. And I think if you're going to go City regardless, you just need to be conscious that rotation is going to happen. He will still play these people, right? He has to because he has to keep the match fit and sharp. I mean, Mares has started his third match in a row, right? So I'm expecting that, that Mares will get a Talk rest. Talk to me about Foden, Kylie. Yes, that's what Talk I was going to get to. Foden, yeah. He's the interesting one. Now, he... Didn't feature tonight because of a, a knock, I believe, or a dead leg. It was something something minor. He's 5.1 unless he's gone up in price. Um, he was the standout for the, the double game week with three goals. And he's been so effective when he's played. You have to think that he's going to get really strong minutes toward the remainder of the season. Um, you know, David Silva will be leaving. They... You know, th- th- everything's kind of sewn up there. So do I, I don't think he's going to play every match by any stretch. I think it was Leibreiser who said one interesting approach with him is to maybe try and play the Pep Roulette if he is um, maybe your fifth midfielder and you see that he is benched in one match, go and start him in the next one because you figure that he'll get some minutes. That could be an interesting approach. He's... He came off the, the bench in the first uh, match in game week 30-plus um, and scored. So even if he comes off the bench, which with five substitutions, you would expect him to if he doesn't start a match. I think a 5.1 for a really attacking City option, that's that's pretty good. I mean, you'd rather go 5.1 on a risky City proposition who can score but may get benched then 10 plus potentially on one of the more expensive assets who may yeah. play similar minutes. Hard to know. I agree. I mean, their, their fixtures post 33 are just ridiculous. Yeah. And if, you know, I think I agree with you that they, they only have pride, but also obviously confirming second place, Leicester are not pulling any trees, so they should be yeah. fine. But we see the next two games, what he plays, what does he do? What does he do with FA Cup? And then you've got yeah. a run of fixtures with players who are cheaper. You've got Jesus, uh, Jesus uh, Foden, all these guys. So I think there's options there. We just have to wait. You have to wait and hold. I and agree. See, you see need, we do need to see. And we have an opportunity. I don't think anyone's going to go rushing to bring them in for the next match against Liverpool. So we do have that match to kind of get a bit of information and go from there. But there's going to be risk. We, you know, City, Liverpool... These teams that don't 
immediately have something obvious. I mean, there's pride, you know, for Liverpool, there's records. For for City, it's, it's really match sharpness um, and pride, I guess, as well, once, you know, you say that they've got um, second place sewn up. Um, whereas teams like Man United, for instance, are obviously gunning for top four. So there's different kinds of motivations, but I don't see them just completely falling off. No, um, I agree. It'll be I, a balance. Can I just jump in on the on, on the next fixture line, Kylie? Because you said about City playing their their, their full strength team if, if the title was still on the line, and now you're not so sure. Um, now it looks like the title's over. I, I have to say, I would still, I would be shocked if City did not play their absolute first choice I think eleven it's against pride, Liverpool. Right? Because it, it was not just pride. It's about it's about um, a a Pep Guardiola is, is a respectful manager. You yeah. want to show Liverpool the respect they deserve by playing his best team. But also, more importantly than that, he will want to win that game so badly to say, look, OK, we fucked up this season, but we can beat you. And next yes, season, we are coming for you. So I, I would be convinced that Fair point. Yeah, yeah. Their, their full strength. And I think it will be a very open, high scoring game. You never know. But I think with, with no title to play for, I think it will be a very open and high scoring game. So I would want FBL assets from both sides in that fixture. After that, I, I agree. I think it becomes an absolute mess. And, and I, I think I think Foden is a real a really good option considering how cheap he is and he will play. I think yeah. your point there about the Liverpool match being open is a really good one, right? Because that caginess is is arguably not there um, in the same way that you would have it if um, if this wasn't one here, which you know with like a couple of minutes to go, you would assume it is. Um, so so it could be a much more attacking match than we maybe otherwise would have seen which would bode well for owners. It, w- it wouldn't bode well too much for any clean sheet points, but um, yeah, I think it will be high scoring, all right. Um, let the, we, let's move on to um, changing changing focus big time um, to the Blades. Um, they have been, of course, the um, they've been kind of the key team defensively all season because offering at a budget price great defensive options, including Henderson in goal. But um, the last two games since the restart, they definitely have not looked um, not looked like themselves. Um, come to you on this one, Marzi. Um, the the blades. What are you doing with with any defensive assets you have from them? We and or even the likes of Fleck, if somebody does have the likes of Fleck or any of their midfield yeah. attacking players. <clears throat> many 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 of us who um, didn't have um, a wild card or a free hit left probably and and went heavy on the double game week. They probably have three blades. And you wouldn't blame them. They delivered in the in the double game week. But um, I I think it's time to jump off. I don't have any of their players. Uh, obviously, I did my wildcard and Henderson wasn't going to play against United. But I also looked at their fixtures. I looked at the way they are. You know, they have a small squad and they had three games in a row. I, I said this uh, on Twitter and I was talking to others. I was saying, look, the, I think the United game is going to be just one too many for them. And they they will have to rotate. But they don't have that many players to rotate. And they look tired. You saw them. It's that, it reminded me of the game when they came to Anfield in New Year. And they just sat back. And uh, against United, they tried to go for it. But they opened up and that's what... And, and then, you know, um, United went for it. Um, I mean, look, with with, Bold, uh, with uh, the injury to O'Connell, they don't just don't look the same at the back. Uh, without Henderson, absolutely. But he'll be back. Um, I wouldn't touch any of their strikers at all. There's so many other better options. I wouldn't touch their midfielders. There's better options even at the cheap ones like Norwood and Fleck. There's way better options there at the moment. 
So that leaves with the defenders and the keeper. Of course, Henderson is a great keeper. You keep him if you want. There's no difference between him, Pope, Foster. All of these guys will get you points, will get you clean sheets. Um, their defenders, if you have Egan or or he's still holding on to Lundstrom, I think he'll, uh, he'll play. Egan will be back. They're cheap. Um, but if you're looking for somewhere else with strong defenders, defenders that might score more goals, it's an easy move on. And they might have, I think they have a couple of fixtures near the end. But I, I do think it's catching up with them. They've had a magnificent season. No one saw this coming. And fair play to them, but I think it's time to jump off. Yeah, 100% agreed. I sold Henderson. I had Henderson, kept him on my um, unlimited transfers, kept him for one week. But um, no, he's definitely gone this week for um, maybe Pope or Smichael or someone like that because uh, I think the wheels have definitely fallen off that one. Um, Kylie, come to you next on Wolves. Um, loads of good attacking talent and defensive indeed. Um, Patricio, I know, is your goalkeeper. Doherty is definitely the apple of our eye defensively and Sice even offers um, good value. But um, what's your thinking on the outlook for Wolves long term? Can we rely on kind of a lack of rotation or what way do you see this wrapping up the season how do you see Wolves going so coming into the restart um, alongside United Wolves would have been the the key target and the other team where people would have considered a triple up indeed many of us who have wildcarded have gone the triple up uh, in Wolves and so far that has proven justified I, I guess depending on the selections that that you made um, I, I guess per the the trend of the first couple of game weeks they haven't had high-scoring matches. Um, they've scored, what, three goals, I believe, two in the first and then um, one this game week. Um, but they have kept the clean sheets. I mean, it, it might be somewhat disappointing that there weren't more goals for the likes of Jimenez or perhaps those who own um, the dreaded Jota, but, you know, we'll get him to in a minute, get to him in a minute. Um, they were plum fixtures, those, those first two. So, you know, you might have kind of hoped for for a little bit more there. But I think that's pretty – I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Anyway, so so on Jimenez, despite uh, all of the distractions from Mars and Don being very excited, we will cover this off because Wolves is a critical – critical thing, right? Jimenez continues to look really consistent. He's sort of the old reliable. What I would say about him is at the moment, I'm just not sold on him as a captain option. I know he has an amazing fixture coming up, but he's sort of one of those picks for people who like a high floor rather than a high ceiling um, because he does seem to consistently get that sort of seven to nine points, um, but doesn't really get the double digit hauls. So it, it depends on your perspective in terms of what you're looking for. But I think he is a must in every team. Beyond that, you've that option of are you going to triple up with the double in defense? We've covered off your options here. I, you know, Doherty is the best pick far and away. And then you've got Bolly, Sice and Patricio. And I really think it depends on who, you know, what the fit is in your team. I've gone Patricio, Sice and Bolly are great, um, great value. Now, Sice is on nine yellow cards. So if you haven't already brought him in, just something to be aware of um, there. But he does have a bit more, well, he has shown a bit more threat than than Bolly um, so far. I mean, Bolly the influence cannot be said too many times in terms of what he's done for their defense. They have nine clean sheets while he's been playing. Six of those are in the last seven since his return in the two matches since the restart, they've conceded only two shots on target, which is only bettered 
well, was only battered by City. <laughs> That's obviously somewhat different after tonight's results. Um, you know, at clean sheets are happening everywhere at the moment. Um, Mars alluded to this earlier, but I just think it makes sense to go the double on Wolves' defence rather than the double up in attack. Traore, if you want to, is a decent option. He's got back-to-back assists, but he's not guaranteed the minutes and will see rotation. And Diogo Jota is just so annoying, right? Okay, as I said to people, it doesn't matter that he finished um, before the break flying high. He is a slow starter. I've experienced this twice already, right? And it's like he might as well have just been on a break and it's a new season now. So we're not going to see anything from him probably until, you know, next Christmas or something. Um, But I guess what I would say on Wolves is, unlike maybe some of the other teams, I think they're delivering to expectation at the moment. And they're probably one of the ones that I would say that about. So, yeah, you get what you, you're looking for there. Yeah, no, good stuff. I, I really do like Wolves. I think they'll be, um, I'll have probably a triple up Wolves for the remainder of the season. Um, along with Man United would be my kind of go-to too, I think. Um, Monkey, come to you. Um, the, it's very important, of course, that, um, that we did bring you in to talk about Leicester. Because there's a certain Barnes train part two that you need to talk to our listeners about. Maybe a little bit of an apology. Monkey, maybe a little bit of an apology is in order. Just blame me. I'll take anything tonight. No worries. Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not going to apologise. Let me make that absolutely clear. Um, uh, people are free to make their own decisions no matter how what, what, what am I supposed to apologise for for being persuasive and making compelling arguments based yeah. on evidence and humour to randomly join players just because they happen to be called Barnes I mean you know if, if John Barnes came back to football at the age of 50 and a you know a slew of pornographic DVDs behind him do you think you know and I just made a train that I should be blamed if people jumped on it and it failed? No. So, <laughs> but no, I, I won't Sound be apologising for the Harvey Barnes, you know, saga. I think um, I think people have begun to think maybe better of you because they thought the cat was in charge, so they started trusting your opinion a bit more. And well, uh, and, uh, it's, I mean, and that's ruined uh, now. The Barnes train is is a is a contractual stipulation of Kraken. He he doesn't have anything to do with the Barnes train. I, I want to, you know, I I, I you know want to expunge him of any blame here. The uh, he he picks a captain, as we'll come to later. He's definitely responsible for that um, a horrendous record. But in terms of Barnes, that that is written into his contract that if available. Um, uh, barring injury, he has to have somebody called Barnes in his team at any one time. So that's there's, there's very little he can do with that, unfortunately. He's, he's voiced his concerns. He wishes to take Harvey Barnes out for, um, you know, for, for another player this week. Um, but he will be in breach of his contract if he does so. So it's a difficult situation for him. I'm feeling really sorry for this cat. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. No, I just have to say, from one marketer to another, that's taking the bullshit skills to next level. It's it's so impressive. And coming from it. a marketer, that is that's saying no, something, no, that's right? What I mean, it's an mm. underlying skill, right? But I mean, he just nailed it. That was beautiful. Leicester, um, to, to be more certain, Leicester do concern me 
I'd be I'd be worried that they they've got much tougher fixtures than Chelsea and Man United, who are clearly both in 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 form. Um, I would be concerned if I was a Leicester fan that they would that they're, that they're safe in that in that top four spots. So I think there's definitely a chance that that Man United and Chelsea could could overtake them. They, but I think that Aston Villa game, which of course Harvey Barnes starred in just before the uh, lockdown, masked quite how poorly they've been playing ever since kind of Jamie Vardy really kind of went off to have his child and has come back in in kind of none of the kind of form that he showed previously. The the, the entire team looks looks impotent at the moment. Um, uh, you know, Madison, I, I physically can't remember the last time he got he got a fantasy return. Tillemans has just dropped off a cliff uh, in terms of his form. Perez doesn't know whether he's coming or going. I mean, Barnes has been the kind of brighter spark in there. Um, but, you know, it, I would not be going anywhere near Leicester as as an attacking unit right now. I think I think it is, you know, I would if you've got Vardy move him on for Rashford or Jimenez um immediately. Um if you've got, you know, anyone else across that midfield, um, other than Barnes, which you you only bought because I've apparently told you to, I, I don't really understand what you're doing. You obviously you must be a dead team. Um uh, yeah, okay, Schmeichel's still a good option in goal because he makes penalty saves. He's a good shot stopper and the nature of football at the moment is that I think we'll see quite a lot of clean sheets. So uh, Leicester's defence doesn't put me off. Chilwell's a good option still, I think. But um, up front, no, they just they just don't create enough. They don't score enough. And uh, I don't think there's anything really there to attract FPL managers at the moment at all. Yeah, 100% agree. I was fooled into on my free hit. I did my free hit this past game week. And a lot of the reason for it was to try to take advantage of that Leicester fixture. And also the Everton fixture got in Vardy, Barnes, and uh, they did absolutely nothing. Schmeichel and goal now did with his penalty save, so um, it was a nice, it was a nice saviour. But Vardy captain definitely did not work out. Um, thanks for that, monkey. So next up, we'll come to you, Marzi, to talk about Chelsea. Chelsea, who I've always had a soft spot for Chelsea, always really did Classy kind of like them. Classy <laughs> club, classy <laughs> fans. <laughs> Yeah, they re- they know their football. Hard working individual. Yeah, you know he opened his stadium for he, he opened his stadium for NHS staff. They yeah. they use kids. They 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 promoted kids. You know, not, not, I think, I think they his... would have promoted not like that. No, no, no. They promoted their kids <laughs> from that kind of context <laughs> is everything. Jesus. <laughs> you know, ban or no ban, they would have promoted those magnificent kids. You know, it's that and, kind of club, though. It's, well. That's what they do, though. That's the, they that, homegrown that is, that talent. That's that's the Chelsea fantastic. way. I have, not, I've always admired Lampard. You know, I never <laughs> on the Lampard versus Gerard comparison because I love them listen both. To yourselves, just listen. I mean, I was just going to ask Phil, are you ready to like throw up in a bucket because they're killing me here, and I'm used to them. I have a fairly high tolerance. For them, I mean, to be honest, it was double bubble tonight. We get the league, and they 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 push away the those chasing, you know, those clubs trying to get into the Champions League spots. Look, uh, yeah, look, let's let's talk about Chelsea. I, it's a funny one. I actually thought they would struggle, but they've surprised me. Um, I thought, you know, I still think United will put pressure on and might might catch them, but um, they the, the problem with Chelsea is it, I will never go near their keeper because there's so many better keepers. Um, yeah, at the back, they're OK. But, I mean, Alonso's a gamble. He's an expensive gamble, but it works brilliant. Cesar is, is reliable. 
quite, quite expensive and there's other expensive defenders that score free kicks and, and get you attacking returns. I wouldn't touch the guys in the middle because you might get one goal in, you know, in, in 10, 10, 20 games out of Rudiger uh, and, or whoever partners him, whether it's Christiansen or Zoom or whatever. But the problem is their defence doesn't give me confidence that they'll keep clean sheets. If I go into the midfield, I don't know where to go. It's a minefield. There's so many midfielders that they've got. Ruben Loftus-Cheek is back. Uh, Chuchu is back. Um, you've got uh, Kante. I wouldn't pick him for, for FBL. Mount. Uh, Pulisic. All of these guys. I think Mount would probably start most games. Yeah, 6.2 million. He's, he's worth it. He's, he's that, that Barnes spot, whatever him, Barnes and Saar. If you've got, a, you know, looking at your team structure. But you don't know who's going to play what in those seven, so many games. And then we all thought Tammy would be the main man. But actually, Giroud is the one starting. So I was going to go with Tammy to start with because they were playing Villa. But then we heard some rumours. And, you know, so I don't know where to go with Chelsea. So I would actually avoid them because I think there's better players at every other club that is attacking in their positions. Mm. I 100% agree on that, Mers. Uh, they, they, were, agree, so. they were ones we were we were all looking at going, yeah, no, definitely fixtures. They've got something to play for. But it, they're, uh, it's very, very but hard to know. Magnificent club. Magnificent club. Full of very clubs. well run. Very well <laughs> absolutely. run. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, come to another club that's particularly well run, Kylie, is Arsenal. And um, Arsenal are a really well run club and uh, they're running it into the ground. But uh, what, what's your thoughts on Arsenal since the restart? Um, let's just say they've been a little bit underwhelming. Well, that's true. But From I mean, an FBL point of view. They, they have just gone and um, renewed... Uh, David Luiz's uh, contract for yeah. the year. So I'm sure that's going to have a great impact on their prospects going forward um, yeah. because we know uh, he's he's not prone to going forward and going back. judgment yeah. um, at all. Uh, oh, Arsenal. Yeah, do you know what? I just cannot get excited about Arsenal. We know that I haven't been very impressed with Aubameyang this year. Uh, I've had a few... I haven't even really owned him except for that very brief period before the um before you know the the restart sorry the lockdown and and everything happened and um the games paused um i i held him for maybe two matches and then sold him and then he decided to score and i did bring him back like many uh with unlimited transfers for the double game week because it was simply a case of i could afford him so i may as well have him but even then um I just didn't really fancy him overly much. Uh, you know, I think people who chose to go with that instinct and not bring him in were, were the wise ones. But many people will have held him um, despite that because of the great fixtures. They played Southampton tonight. Their next fixture is Norwich. And, it, you know, it becomes very hard to, to sell a player in that situation. He should have scored tonight and he has been shooting but it's just not happening. And he's so expensive for the lack of, of delivery, particularly when you look at the lacks of Eddie and Ketia, who unfortunately is on my bench. But um, he's 4.4. Now, you know, you're not going to play him every week by any measure. Um, but he seems to me to be preferred to Lacazette, though there will be some rotation. He's certainly at, at a minimum splitting the role with Lacazette at 4.4 and um, he is capable of a goal as proven he did score tonight and indeed I think he had one ruled um, ruled offside uh, I think Saka was offside 
Um, so, you know, theoretically could have had two tonight. Um, regardless, what I would say on Arsenal is regardless of the fixtures, and they do have largely good fixtures, form, and we have limited form to go on, right? We have two game weeks, but we have such little time left to the end of the season that, you know, that's still you know, accounts for a decent chunk of, uh, you know, as a percentage of, of what is left. So we have to go on that. And I just think it's very difficult, barring the ultra cheapies, to trust Arsenal what for you, further investment. Uh, what do you say if you've got a Bamiyang in place? There's a few, um, uh, obviously Norwich at home next. Yeah. But, but a much more, and arguably much more important FA Cup game on the weekend. Would if you if you were if you owned a Bamiyang, I don't think anyone's going to be bringing him in. No. But if you if you owned him, would you would you get rid of him? A lot a lot of talk of him obviously being playing the FA Cup, then potentially being rested for Norwich. What, what's your take on that? I mean, it's hard to like they you know they they've played three matches already, and he's played them all right. So uh, he doesn't really get rested, but surely at some point he's got to get rested, right? So I think there is just cause for for maybe thinking that that might that might happen um it seems on it's this is one of those decisions i think where it seems on paper impossible to take him out against norwich and i think if you're looking at maybe if you're someone that only has bruno from united and um, i think there is a case for moving even now from um, Abamyang to a Rashford, even though theoretically um, Abamyang has the the better fixture if he if he does play against Norwich um, and should score there, just simply to get that done and have that headache over and done with, because you fancy that Rashford will probably do something against Brighton anyway. It may not be you know, goals, it may be assists again. He seems to be getting assists. Um, but I think I would just have done with it and not be too angry with myself if Aubameyang does something against Norwich. Part of the issue is we've only a few game weeks left, right? And so often in the season, we hold on to players because we think, oh, yeah, it's the next one around the corner. Oh, no, it'll be the next one around the corner. And then all of a sudden you're getting to game week 38 and you're like, shit, I had all these opportunities to do something. Aubameyang has no form. There were these signs. Why did I not do something about it? So managers will have to make a decision there. And it's not an obvious one. But I will point to the fact that Everton just played um, Norwich and like what even was that team from Norwich by the way and and they didn't score either so it's not like it's a, a given Arsenal haven't exactly been banging in the goals so you know there's there's a case to be made to to jump early but if you do that you have to make peace with with what the might potential, happen the well. potential consequences yeah yeah. Um, Marzi, you, we have, I think we've covered off the teams we wanted to cover tonight, but um, we've got a load of listener questions in, a couple of them specific to the monkey. So um, do you want to lead us through those? We do. Yes, yes, indeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry. I was, uh... Right, let's start with a question from my man, Morpheus Fire. Uh, I think uh, he asked this for uh, Mr. Monkey. The Lord, John Lundstrom replacement. He's thinking of Aurea or Sice, swaying towards the former because he has bully and wants to hedge his bets a little. Also, Phil Ford and Gabby 
Jesus from 33. We touched on them. He's saying yay or nay. So quickly, yay or nay in uh, Jesus and uh, Foden and then touch on Lundstrom, please. Um, I'd probably say nay on Jesus. I think I think Jimenez and Rashford are the two strikers to go for, and I'd I'd I'd, I'd have a cheapie uh, after that. Um, uh, Foden, yeah, as as Tidy said, I think is um, I think is a great option. Um, actually, it might have been you. I don't know. I've blanked it out in the pain. Um, but that's uh, yeah, Foden. Yeah, sure. Um, Aurea, I mean, he's 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 just a horrible. Horrible football player. He's one of these things that I love that the game throws up occasionally. That he's a, a really good FPL asset, but is just just actually terrible at football. But um, you know, we are playing we are playing FPL. You know, there's going to be more clean sheets. He plays for a team that will shut up shop as soon as they go one 0 up, uh, and he's very attacking. So I would definitely... second second most penalty area touches. I think in in yeah. that. Match. Yeah, he's very I mean, good. That's indicative he was very good in the recent Spurs game. He was pretty abject against us, but he was very good in the Spurs game. I, I think he's a great, a great option to be honest. And Lucy Hynett has has him in his team, which means he's guaranteed points every single match. So, Monkey, there's another one for there, there's a quite a few for you. We should just say this is the Monkey section. Um, Morpheus Fire is also asking: Are you working with two accounts? There's rumours that you and Subscribe FPL have never been together in the same seen together in the same room. Are you or are you not FBL subscribe leaking fake teams? Uh, I, I, I am not. Um, I am. I'm a, a bit of a fixture soothsayer, and, and I, I, uh, I do occasionally predict things, including team lineups, um, with my uh, partner in crime, uh, Lego Mane. Shoot, shout out to him. Um, kind of randomly, he won't be listening, but you know, um, uh, just just in case um, anyone who knows him is. But no, I'm nothing to do with the. Um, uh, the gutter press. That tonight, is, uh, tonight, Phil, I believe you. Right, yeah. next question. Once again, thanks. <laughs> uh, Morpheus Fire again. <laughs> We've got <laughs> Kylie, I'll come to you. Morpheus um, Fire, use Hindu monkey section. <laughs> yeah. uh, keep KDB after 32 or get rid as per focus on other com- competitions. We talked about it quickly, but KDB, what do you think? I think uh, I will be. I, ooh, I, yeah, I think I will be getting rid. You're going to get rid of him, Kylie. Interesting, given you're now my not, new rival. Not, uh, um, not just yet. Well, I'm known for putting out false information on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have something of a reputation. Right, let, let, he also asks about captain, but we'll touch that in the captain section. And he asks, how was my first shisha and chill post-lockdown? Haven't had it yet. I need it, but I haven't had it yet. Right. Um, our friend from Who Got the Assist, Tom... Uh, apart from being called Barnes, what criteria goes into identifying the train? A quick um, 30 second section. Very, very little. I know he touched upon the fact that in the champ manager game, um, I, I, uh, I did create a kind of mini um, Yule train that was, was bad, even by the standards of the recent train. Um, uh, but that's because there was no Barnes there. And I, I kind of panicked that and Yule happened to be a childhood favourite of mine when I actually played that Championship Manager edition back when I was a kid. Um, but uh, yeah, nothing really. The, 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 the Barnes was a unique event, the original Ashley Barnes train, and it was just one of those kind of funny sidesteps that then somebody kind of rode to prominence really, um, who had the same name. I, I'd, I'd like to kind of publicly state at this point that I, I have retired from 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 trains and potentially, dare I say it, all vehicles for the future. Um, but, you know, next season, 
next season, you never know. You never know what might happen. But but for now, certainly for the rest of this campaign, um, monkey and, and vehicles are, are no longer synonymous. Thank God for that. Um, <laughs> our friends at Flab, our, our friend at Flab, at Flabjack, uh, FBO, is asking on your thoughts on Harry Kane. Phil and then uh, Don, come to you as well to see what you think about Harry Kane. Um, I, I think he's a poor option. You could do a lot better with your cash. I've been quite public about this. I, I, uh, I obviously was... You, public? Before. I mean, you're, you're not the kind I of know, person who would force quite their reticent, opinion. usually. Phil, Phil is not the kind of person who would force their opinion or argue their opinion. He would just put an opinion and say, I agree with others normally, right, Phil? Like, you know, that's, why, that's how I see you. Other people are free <laughs> to interpret my how they want Mars. If they wish to see it as instructive, so, well, you know... <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I mean, why anyone would want to listen to me is 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 a mystery. But you know, sadly, sadly, some people some people do. And um, I don't think Flapjack's going to be listening to me on on the Harry Kane. I think he's going to continue with that wagon. I think he'll probably captain him um, against the tired-looking Blades the the next match. And um, I, I think Harry Kane's an interesting one. Just just, just very quickly away from FPL. Obviously, he's an England fan as well. And, um, I think Harry Kane has still got a lot to offer. I think he, he needs to play in the right formation. I don't think Spurs generally are, are the right team for him anymore. I think Harry Kane should should move away from Spurs. I think he's someone who needs to live in the box. I think he's still a fantastic finisher. But his his body is, is you know, five years ahead of, you know, where Wayne Rooney was. And he was, you know, he was crumbling in his late 20s. He's not so ageing he, well, is he? No, he suffered bad injuries. But he's still a fantastic finisher, and if you know, if you you know, clean one on one on goal as he was when Sonny put him through, I had I had no real doubts that he would tuck that away. He's he's a fantastic finisher, but for ten point eight million, again, no, I would you know, my advice is to stay the same. Rashford, Jimenez, GP, I'm convinced option. What do you think? Uh, Harry, Harry Kane is a poor man's divakarivi. <laughs> I actually, you know what, I, I did look at him to start with. I just think he's the kind of player that's normally hungry at the end of the season and might go for the golden boot. But I agree with what 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 Phil just said about. I, I just, for me, he's not the same player that he was, uh, but he's desperate to score goals. And you see the how that the celebration when he scored that goal against um, West Ham the other day. So you know. But how laboured was that? And like the thing about well, it is, that's the thing. It is. It I'm is not labored. sure there's enough goals in um, Spurs anyway. No, um, that's the thing. You know, there's a question over Son, right? Um, let alone Harry Kane. So if, if you're having yeah. if you're having Spurs, you're having you're having Son really. I think. That's my I thing. thought Aurea, Aurea was really impressive, actually. Yeah, as much I, as I, I think, I think as, as soon as you get Aurea in, he's the kind of lad who'll get a red card yeah. straight away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I got him and he got a red card. Yeah, absolutely. And they kept a clean sheet at the time. Yeah. Um, a few people are asking for the refunds for the Barnes train, so I'll let you deal with that, Phil. Um, I mean, I think yeah. I've covered that. <laughs> <laughs> no refunds. Jimmy, Jimmy Mac and Cheese at Claret FBO is saying, when will, will you admit that Ashley Barnes is the best Barnes? Well, now it's, it's it's hard to disagree with that. Um, you know, uh, he was the original. He'll always be the best in my eyes. So, yeah, fully, fully agree. Uh, uh, also, uh, a question for you, Kylie. He has saw. Who else would you look to downgrade Richardson to after a spectacularly failed punt? On Who's Richardson? your punty punt? I mean, I you know, does he 
desperately need to get rid of Richarlison straight away, there, there might be a case for kind of wanting to see more information. Um, I think it's hard because the the two the sort of standouts I would have said below the Richarlison amount would have been Saar or, or Barnes. And um, Saar is still a decent option, but, you know, we're not really seeing a lot from Watford in terms of attack. Um, so he's not delivering on potential. So hard, I, you know, if you're feeling ballsy, you could punt on Pulisic. He's um, a little bit cheaper. I think he's about seven million, and um, he's certainly got form. He's he's scored in back-to-back matches, so maybe him. But I think it's 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 a little bit of a tricky area. The sub Richarlison um, kind of price range. Cool. Thank you for that. Right, next question. Um, Kiwi Nick uh, at NZ uh, underscore FPL. Is Fernandez hampered by Pogba? Phil, as the United... Uh... Um, I'm so hot. <laughs> Anyone else just baking right now? How, how, how hot is it in Ireland? I mean, I'm from Australia, it's right? It's really so, warm. Like, we're used to 46 yeah. degrees. It's really not that warm. Just sweating it's dead. so much. I think that's the excitement. How does that answer the Fernandez and Pogba question? I think it's excitement he's warm with. He's, <laughs> he's actually like overheating. To be fair, I'm watching videos of Liverpool players celebrating um, right now, so I don't I would, really care. <laughs> I would, I would just quickly, in respect of our listeners, Mars, I would, uh, I would refer back to kind of um, just um, the analysis I did at United earlier, but just, just. In terms of, I think it depends on where, on, on how we play. I think how we played against Sheffield United with with a, a, a very attacking front three who are narrow. I I think there's danger of Fernandez becoming the uh, assisting the assister, kind of kind of quite a lot. Um, I, I don't I don't think really Pogba hampers him as much as I think has kind of been made out. There's a few stats to support it, but I, I want to see. I'd like to see a little bit more of that. I think they can work very well together um, as a United fan. I'm excited by that combination. I, I think that, you know, Fernandez is the creative fulcrum of this United team still. He he is. Um, so uh, I think we just have to give him a, a few more a few more games to show. I think he'll still get a lot of points. I think Fernandez will be the top scoring Man United player between now and the end of the season, particularly given his first choice of penalties, and we tend to get one every match, um, and he very rarely misses them. Um, I think I think he'll he takes all our set pieces now as well. Um, so I think he's definitely the player to to have for United. And I, I wouldn't be getting Pogba, definitely. Um, uh, I, I think a double up on there isn't isn't worth it. I would I would definitely be going defender. Fernandez and then one of um yeah like I said Rashford so so people who went Pogba over Fernandez on their unlimited transfers what would you think of those kind of people? Um, I would say that they take a risk and it didn't pay off them and uh, you know that's that's life done I'm not I'm not I'm not about to insult them what do you take me for? <laughs> All right um, thank you for that next question FBL four at United fan ninety six. Uh, with the fixture turn for Liverpool, City and United game week 33 after City and Paul play each other, should we be looking to triple up on each or is that an overkill? We touched on them individually. Would you would you tri- would you go like full full throttle on all of these teams? Kylie, come to you. Sorry. Sorry, what was the question? 
I was just looking at Van Dyke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fine specimen for humans. He is. I, I, I can't help but look out. at him too, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would want to be hugged by Alison and held by Van Dyke, for sure. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd say he gives great hug. Oh, gosh, yeah. The way he caresses that ball. I mean, seriously. Anyway, anyway. sorry. And, and, those, and, those, and those arms, too. <laughs> yeah. <Just> so tall. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Okay, I'll repeat the question then. FBL <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fool asks, uh, with the fixture turn for Liverpool City and United game week 33, after City and Pool play each other, should we be looking to triple up on each or, or is that an overkill? Um, we touched on them individually, but do, what do you think? You know, we always talked about the combination. So do you think that's an overkill? I would say it's an overkill, yeah. Um, because I do think that there's a lot of teams that have something to offer in terms of uh, of points and that have really strong motivations. So I think it's going to be challenging to, to, to triple up there and, and get it right. And there is an element of risk. There's, you know, so while I wouldn't be, you know, jumping off completely, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be tripling up. Yeah, I, I think um, what, 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 if we wait and see what happens in the last maybe five, four games, you might be able to triple up on all because the kids will come Maybe. through. We, we, and the, we might, the kids will we come might through and they'll be so cheap. Then, yeah. Exactly. They, you know, they'll be, you know, Ford and Nico Williams and uh, uh, um, the other, anyway, the other kids at Liverpool, United City. Um, they are so cheap. So you don't know. At the moment, no, I agree with you. Uh, but let's see. Um, at FPL, uh, Pingreen asks, um, Oh, yeah, it's, this is more about tickets and stuff, so refunds, right, so we'll, we'll, move, we'll move on that. In, in green. Yeah, he's a Liverpool fan. Anyway, um, FBL uh, DJ Dom, F, Dom at Dom FBO, uh, asks about United again. We touched on them, so we'll just uh, our three-man United attack is viable for the rest of the season. Uh, we'll still have man a KDB and so I think I think we all said yes. Three-man man United attackers are absolutely fine. Um, and he asks again, what Man City assets should I be getting on for the rest of the season outside KDB? I would say hold, wait, and see what happens. Um, I think we're all saying Foden could be a great option. I agree that whilst Jesus might be good, I don't think he's guaranteed number nine, and I agree with, with what we said. Tonight's proven he's not. So. Absolutely, and, and, and there's other value of players that are the main players at their club that will continue to score goals. So, I don't, you know, I'd probably rather Amares and, yes. and, and KDB, for example. Uh, well, one thing, Mars, to you mentioned there about the all-out United attack, though, I wouldn't necessarily say I go with a triple-up United attack. If you're going with a triple-up United, I think it's worth covering off their defence with either De Gea or Wan-Bissaka, um, as opposed to going like with two of their midfielders and Rashford. Or you know, it, I think that might be a little bit overkill, a little bit of. Uh, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But if I, let's say lots of people are playing with three at the back, three four three, three five two, whatever. Uh, even with four, with Wolves, Liverpool, maybe even City and some other cheap defenders, you might, not, you know, like United do have some. If really three, good if attackers. if three of your front though, front seven would be, you know, if three of your front seven are United players, it's a bit of an overkill though. On if they have a I, down I agree. week. I agree, completely agree. You're taking a risk and and basically putting all your eggs in the United. And their defense Absolutely. and their defense has been half decent in recent yeah, times too. Yeah, and Biscuit yeah. is ch- jumping in with assists. Maguire could always have a goal in him. He scored, but it was ruled out. Mm-hmm. But you know he always has a goal in him. 
although he's only scored one. He always looks threatening, and then you realise when you look at the data, he's only scored one goal. Can I, can I just say, it's, it's a delight that even, even on a night when Liverpool have ended their 87-year to win a title, you just spend most of it talking about Man United. Just we are an inclusive, we're an inclusive group. Waffles. Um, we're <laughs> an inclusive group, Phil. We Ren- talk about everybody. We have to touch on the less Ren- fortunate on the less fortunate today, you know? <laughs> we have to touch on them. We have to give them some moral boost. You know, yeah. they are feeling so down right now. Mm. Honestly, I Ren- mean, Ren- apparently Neville has evacuated the country. I mean, you know, like, so we have, you know, we have to be nice, right? It's, yeah. it's be kind. Mm-hmm. Hashtag be kind. It's 10 to yeah. 11. Let's rock. Hurry Come up, on. Please. Come on, Maris. I know you said midnight, but midnight is pushing a little I didn't say midnight. Maris did. <laughs> okay, Kylie, I'm, I'm just going to let it go. But we we'll look way. back at how, how, how long we spent on City and stuff. And But tonight, it's your night. I'll hurry up. At FBL Clarky. Uh, I love this question. I'm not Snog, answering that question. Snog, marry, avoid. You have to answer this question. What's Snog, marry, avoid. What, what, what does avoid even mean? Avoid I mean, as okay. in... Uh, cross the road. Cross the road. Yeah, cross the road. Would you snog, would you snog yeah. marry, avoid? Ashley Barnes, Harvey Barnes, John Barnes. Which one would you snog? Which one would, would you marry? Which one would you cross the road from? Well, I'd definitely avoid John Barnes. Let's, let's make that absolutely clear. Uh, I'm quite happy if he performed the rap from World in Motion. Of a comfort <laughs> at the side of the road to me, um, but um, I mean, I don't suppose I've ever really given the thought of which arms would I rather snog or marry. My thought. Um, for, 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 Harvey for Burns of... is a good-looking lad, though. I yeah, feel like Harvey's the not... one you marry, though. He also seems. I, I feel is... like maybe Ashley's a bit. Ashley too seems to be a bit of a troublemaker. Yeah. That's because yeah, yeah. them lads from New Zealand, Australia, they tend to be a bit, a little bit kind of rough around the edges. <laughs> All right. Let, listen, Kylie needs to go to bed. Harvey. We're moving on. We're moving think, on. Well, I haven't even answered. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you the. We, that's it. We said you're going to marry Harvey and snog Ashley. Food for ages, and you now won't let him finish his question. Yes, yeah, I get on with it. Yeah. Um, Eon Hassett, who I believe is one of Kylie's friends. Owen, Owen. sorry, I apologise. Oh Owen. my God! My Irish is not oh great. no! <laughs> Mr. Bump Bump Ayer, uh, is there any Burnley player Bump worth air, having? Not Ayer. Oh God! On, or rare, or are they uh, to be avoided at all costs? And we apologise about uh, Monkey's reaction to your question. Every question is welcome on this pod. So, Owen Hassett, Burnley, apart from Pope, Taylor maybe, anybody else? So, Taylor is fine, he's cheap, Pope is has proven he can do Pope-like things when we've all got rid of him, um, despite them losing terribly to City, but, I mean, you just don't consider their attack, they don't really have an attack, so, yeah, no. Cool, right, let's move on. Um, Goff at FBL Shark is asking would triple up on Wolves Manchester United and KDB and Jesus being in everyone's team it would appear how you're going to break the mould and pick up some differential points who are your diamonds in the rough a differential Don diamonds in the rough well I think you kind of have to look at the kind of younger players from like like we're talking about Divock if Liverpool start rotating a bit around <laughs> nobody if, was talking about Divock if, 
With every every podcast, I I'm ob- I'm obliged contractually obliged to mention yeah, Divock. <laughs> um, like, but the likes of Enketia. One thing I would say, you know, when you were talking about the Arsenal section earlier on, um, Lacazette, there is talk that he might be on his way out. Um, with with Arteta not having a whole lot of ro- um of funds to basically, he might went to give a little bit more time to Nketia. Um, so he'd be one that I think could could definitely kind of be one that he might be starting more games towards the end of the season. Um, but I think it's kind of them kind of younger players. Um, my biggest one though is of course Foden. Like he's one that I think I mm. um I think yeah. with with. Man City going on if they go on the Champions League if it does go on or the FA Cup I think he's going to give Foden loads of Premier League starts before now in the end of the season I'll, yeah no, agree no I'll say what's Liverpool Nico Williams I think he will get more games and I hope he does uh, Keita I think he will get a run in the team to get to get in and I really like Keita as an, again we're talking really really here like super differentials um, anybody else Kylie Phil, one, one player that you think is... No, I uh, mean, Foden and, and Katia would be my cheap and cheerful. Cool. Yeah, for me, I, I mean, I mean, there's only one player who really stands out. Bournemouth, West Ham up next. I, I, you know, shocked that nobody's mentioned him, really. Uh, one of the top strikers in the Premier League, uh, Joel Linton. Well, yeah, of <laughs> course. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. OK, and we move on. Every, every, every opinion is welcome in this pod. Um, Except that one, apparently. <laughs> FBL Sahil Sharma is asking about Liverpool players. I feel they may be rotated. I think we touched we touched on it. Just wait and see if they do get rotated. I mean, the value there is just ridiculous. So don't worry about it too much, mate. I don't think there's going to be a massive amount of rotation with Liverpool, though. Like there will be like I a think... few with the five subs. Everyone is pretty much going to get decent game time, and I wouldn't be surprised if he started bringing people off a little bit before sixty, maybe. But I think everyone is going to get loads of game time because there's nothing else to play for. Like you may as well get them. I, I, I agree. I think I think people overemphasize this mass rotation. I think you might get last game of the season, but you've got you've got to look at who they're playing as well and the, and the respect for um, you know other kind of you know bigger clubs that are, are fighting for things. So you know I mean they're, play, they're playing Aston Villa, you know Brighton, uh, Newcastle last game. You know these are, these are clubs that could potentially be. You know, um, relegation, yeah. Chelsea at the other end. So you know, yeah. just no, I, I think, I think, and I hope we'll see a mixture of first teamers and youngsters and fringe players to to, to blood them in. This is this is going to be the preseason for Liverpool right now, in a way, because the season. So I would want to see Minamino playing with the with the big boys. Right with Salah and Mane, I want to see Keita playing with these guys as well. There will be and Divock. Some, some will be rested, and Divock for you, uh, Nico Williams. I want to see. I want to see whoever is a left back that we have, a young maybe maybe Larucci or whoever. So if Robo gets injured, we have some sort of backup because it doesn't look like we're going to buy anybody. And if we have a young centre back, play him next to Van Dijk again, just to give them some some sort of like you know a run with the team. I'm not expecting 11 young players. Absolutely not. I agree with you about the integrity and I also don't think Klopp will do that. And it won't be good for them either. Um, yeah, that's all we have. Back to you, Don. Awesome stuff. Thanks a million, Marzi. Um, so all we got left for on our tonight's show is, of course, to talk about our captain picks for Game Week 31. As our guest, Monkey, um, who are you going to be going for in Game Week 32? Well, I'm going to decide live now in a in an exclusive um obviously kylie has been let's just politely say vocal about <laughs> my uh, my captain curse um which has now returned 
one um, one score in in a dozen game weeks, and has generally failed um, almost seventy five percent of the time this season, and it's been been a real Achilles' heel. Um, uh, um, really, a testament to you know the cap's brilliance in other areas that he's managed to maintain a, a solid rank whilst never managing to successfully put the armband on someone. So, but in the interest of fairness, I think it's 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 important that I continue. Uh, telling the community publicly who, who I am uh, going to be captaining, so that they can make the decision to, uh, to to take the armband off them. So, so I've got I've got a few options for the cat. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring him over here. So, so Kraken's gonna just have a quick look at the captain contenders <laughs> for this week. So, just bear with me. So, I'm just gonna read them out to him, and he's gonna make it make a decision here. So, uh, so Kraken. Um, first up, we've got uh, we've got Jimenez. What are your thoughts? No. No reaction there. No reaction there. Um, okay, uh, Kraken. What about what about sticking with Bruno Fernandez? No. Okay. Okay. No reaction again. Um, uh, <laughs> bear with him. Um, what about what about a punt on Dominic Calvert Lewin? Mm. He didn't really like didn't that. like that. No. 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 That's a big kiss <laughs> to Calvert Lewin. Um, uh, okay. Okay. Um, we'll move on. What about? Uh, what about Sadio Mane, title winner? No. Uh, okay, you've got. Feel free to feel free to jump in any time, Kraken. Um, what about what about Son? Wow. Uh, that he that was a reaction. I'm not sure it was pretty, the good one. Pretty conclusive there. It looks <laughs> what does like, that mean? It, it looks like he's he's placing the arm. It sounds to me like he's asking for help. <laughs> yeah, what? Like he's he's there going. Why why could I not have gotten the old lady down the road as my owner? Uh, so yeah, um, it looks like we're uh, we're 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 captaining Son this week. So, so basically, my my question of whether I should sell Son has probably just been answered. Yes, yes, get okay. rid. <coughs> so uh, Ky- yeah, Kylie, um, how do you follow that one up? Give me um, a captain I'm pick. Not ca- I mean, well, uh, there was high stakes action um, in my household last weekend with captaincy. We had a failed coin toss, um, which is quite a challenging thing to to fail at, but indeed it did happen. <laughs> um, lost lost the coin, and I mean, I don't even know what actual currency looks like anymore after lockdown. So I don't know if I have another coin in in the building anywhere. Um, I don't know. I now know that I'm not captaining Son. So thank you for that uh, clarity there. Um, <laughs> I, just every time we say son. Yeah. Um, I, I, I genuinely don't know who I'm captaining. I think Jimenez has a great fixture, but I'm not sort of feeling it. I might go Salah again. Maybe. Yeah. Um, what about yourself, Mers? It's on Jimenez at the moment. I'm not going to overthink it. I think I will mm. uh, Jimenez or... Him and his son or Rashford are the three that I'm thinking about. I am thinking about son. Depends on Blades. If I see them again tired on the weekend, they are still in the cup, right? I honestly have no idea right now. If they're in the FA Cup and they're playing, I might look and see if they put, again, a strong team out or not. If they're not, maybe not. Honestly, I don't know. Probably him and his. Marzi, I don't even know what FBL is. I don't know what, what happens the rest of the year. Right I don't care. Uh, my captaincy is on uh, on Jimenez as well. But um, and like that, he's just my bus kind of um, captain. But I I yeah. really don't know. I might even go. You know what, Doherty or something after the crack, um, because you know 
but I have an awful lot of Man City and Liverpool players this game week. Man United have a good fixture, was a good fixture, but um, but yeah, it's it's kind of hard to know. Uh, all I'd, I know is I'm holding my transfer and then yeah. we'll see what happens. And all I know is we we'll probably won't sleep tonight. What? Absolutely not. I'm waiting to go outside, drive my car, and just uh, beat my horn. Everywhere. I'm, I'm going to run up the road <laughs> to my friend up the road, and I'm going to give him a big hug. He's another Liverpool fan like us, Mersey, and he's been suffering for 30 years as well. But uh, yeah, I should no. go and do that. Go and yeah. do that, man. Come here. That's all we got time for in tonight's show, folks. Um, it has been an unusual experience. Uh, <laughs> it we have been Mars. You can find at Mars zero five. Kylie, you can find at Kylie FPL. Myself, you can find at the Marble Curse, and of course our fabulous guest Phil, who you can find at Hindu Monkey and the Kraken, who you can find managing his FBL team. Um, best of luck in game week thirty two. We are the champions, my friends. Come on! One for each other and all for one. Some three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo.